Welcome to Campfire Chronicles episode 28. Uh, here with me I have... I'm Robbie. Uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> if we need to introduce ourselves... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, okay. So we, we, got, we got Brian, Robbie, and Thomas. Uh, before we start, let me just say uh, go to patreon.com slash adventure and then sign up there and you get cool stuff. Okay. That's for all <laughs> the, the people who will listen on YouTube afterwards. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Um... So, uh, I figured we could talk today about our trip to Land Between the Lakes, and also just in general how we're all doing during these weird times. Uh, maybe we can start with the latter, since Thomas didn't go on that trip with us. <laughs> you guys can talk about anything. Although, did you watch the episode yet, Thomas? Nope. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> He'll have literally nothing to say about it. <laughs> I, I got nothing to say. I, I, no, I... I there was zero preparation that happened for me right now. I, I didn't know this was happening. I didn't watch anything. I've just been sitting around playing Animal Crossing all day. That's great. That's fair. We, we don't need preparation. Okay, well, then let's go into the, the current situation. So, Thomas, are you doing classes online, or are you out of school already? Uh, no, I'm, I'm very much involved in classes right now. I got a few group projects. You know, it's basically like school, but all online. Do people actually work hard or? I mean, does anyone work hard their last semester of their master's? <laughs> I don't know. I never did a master's. <laughs> let, yeah. let alone during a quarantine. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, we're getting I mean, by. if I had a job lined up, like, what's the worst that could happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, you, like, I don't have a thesis. Out. Like, the thesis is get a job. That's the nice thing about, like, a quasi-professional degree, like an MBA. I just, you know, it's like, okay, good job. You graduated. Go find a job. Yeah. Be businessy. <laughs> Which we've been playing Animal Crossing, and Thomas's character is like the most business oriented villager. <laughs> <laughs> I saw like a like professional like button down with a like a vest and stuff, and I wanted to buy it for Thomas in the game and send it to him. I got I it. Think you, yeah, I think you. Yeah, he already had it. So. Yeah, I, I got a purple one. I got a two tone pants. I got these nice wingtip shoes. Then I come into your town. I buy the best. Uh, I find the best prices for turnips, and then uh, uh, I, I keep track of them for the next week. And then whoever has the best price, I give them a five percent cut of the profits. Oh, I thought it was a ten percent finder's fee. Now it's five percent. Yeah. Well, it, oh. it, Andrew's on. Uh, Andrew's at no percent now because he came into my town and rated it all. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, you don't next need time, any of this." Uh, next time, Thomas. Next time Thomas comes to my village, if he doesn't leave enough money, then I, I just, like, put the thing in sleep mode before it saves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, really quickly for the patrons who are watching this live, we're probably going to take your questions towards the end of the episode, uh, but maybe in between topics we'll take a few questions. Um, but we're just not ignoring you. It's yeah. just for the flow of the podcast. And you can you can post um, your questions. I'll, I'll keep track of them. I'll, I'll save them in a oh, little okay, chat yeah, yeah. here. We can always revisit them. So what else has uh, everyone been doing during the, the the quarantine to maintain a semblance of normalcy? <laughs> uh, so I'm still working from home full time. Uh, so besides the fact that I don't actually have to commute to work now, nothing much has really changed. I mean, there's still that whole thing where it's like you can't go out and do things as conveniently as you want to. Um, mm -hmm. But just getting outside every so often helps. I would say not too much has changed except for the fact that, you know, can't go shopping you know, every three days now. Yeah, it sucks, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be the kind of guy who would, 
I, I would go grocery shopping for like the next two days. I'd be like, oh, well, I want to make this, you know, so I go and go and shop because the grocery store is like across the street. Um, but now I have to think about buying things in advance for two weeks, three weeks worth of food. Um, yeah, it's like I don't even know what I'm going to do in the next hour. Yeah. How am I supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw Robbie's stream where he was talking about how he wanted like salty junk food. <laughs> well, I've still been uh, the blooper stream. I've still been making like lunch boxes, like little uh, containers of food, just because I find it easier mm. to buy, you know, two or three things of chicken or whatever, and then cook it all in one way, and then mm. then like create meals. Just so I so I so I spend like one day a week cooking. And then the other six days, I don't have to think about what I'm going to prepare. So when you're working like from home, do you actually take a break for lunch and try to keep a regular schedule? Or are you just kind of doing whatever you uh, want? Even when I was in the office, I didn't take a break for lunch. Usually, most of the time, I would say most of the time, we I would just heat up my lunch and then sit at my desk. Oh. Um, yeah. But obviously, well, it's a little more. It's a little more laid back, you know. I can get up and do things, you know. Okay. Oh, actually, here's here's a question. I, be honest. How hard are you actually working? Are you oh, working still, just as hard? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still work just as hard because I don't I don't like having <laughs> that nagging feeling in the back of my mind, thinking like, oh, I have to get this done. I'd mm, rather get it done, yeah, at, like that that time rather oh, than wait till the yeah, end of the yeah. day and be like, okay, well, I still need to get these things done. Yeah, that, that's. Let's be honest here. Uh, I mean, this is a public stream, and people are going to be able to see this. <laughs> Employers are going to be able to see this. So, uh, I'm working twice as hard as I normally do. Yeah. <laughs> skipping lunch, <laughs> skipping breakfast. It's actually kind of funny because I um, we were working really hard to get this episode done, and now that it's done, I'm like, uh oh, now there's nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're like, let's yeah, do a yeah. podcast. <laughs> let's do live streams. Actually, the live streams are a lot of fun, though. Yes. Yeah, we watched fun. Mortal Kombat. But yeah, last it's, night so, without you guys. <laughs> yeah yeah i it's funny because i was like watching snippets of that last night too but it's yeah we've been putting on like public live streams for people just to help with cabin fever but that's actually like super fun i mean yeah. it's it's basically the way you socialize now right you you do it digitally yeah it's kind of yeah, crazy yeah. how quickly just like a, overnight everybody adapted like immediately like uh, so I'm somewhat involved yeah. in the group exercise fitness world and just immediately overnight, everybody was doing zoom classes there. I mean, the audio quality is terrible, but uh, they're still managing to do it. Mm. So you're doing Zumba. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I was like, wait, let me play the clip. <laughs> I played it for you. Uh, oh, okay. You guys um, can't hear it, but I played it. <laughs> so it's funny. We've, I've actually been doing like online Kung Fu classes and stuff. And it's, uh, it's like obviously a trade off. Cause how can you learn to fight without a partner? I mean, you can work on stuff, but you can only go so far. But the plus side is I get to learn from this dude who is just like, like my instructor is like the chillest guy ever. And then his instructor who we're learning from is like the polar opposite where he's like super active and like super geeky about all this stuff. And he learned from it man's last private student. So there's like, Oh, so you're learning from like the, the New York dude now. Yeah. 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 Cause which he's, is, he's doing cool. classes for everybody or something. Yeah. And then on, on Saturdays he has these like, uh, just theory classes where he talks about like history and stuff. And I'm like, this dude knows more about Zhongguo than I do. Zhongguo <laughs> 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 means China. <laughs> um, 
I was going to say one more thing. The, the other day, I got out to the park, which I actually haven't done nearly as much as I would like to. But it's funny that this is all happening during spring because, like, all the wild edibles are coming up, and I made, like, some pizza with, like, wild edibles. Oh. But it's, like, you go outside, and the world is just, like, the natural world is carrying on as normal. Oh, yeah. It like, doesn't care at all. Like, you see yeah. birds and, like, squirrels and stuff. They just, they have no clue what's going on. I, which is, like, go ahead. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, it's, it's really similar to, like, a feeling I originally had when I first started backpacking where, like, you get outside and you're just, like, kind of stunned by how different the natural world is from like all the going ons of society Hmm. i was gonna say that since i am going out less now outside you know when we had these days like like a week ago or a week and a half ago when we had these days that were like 60 degrees 65 degrees i was for for literally until yesterday my mind was still in that thought where this is just an anomaly of a this weather is an anomaly. I'm expecting it to go back down to 35 degrees yeah, or something. Yeah. And then I looked at the weather for the next two weeks. And I was like, no, wait, this is spring. Spring is here. Like, <laughs> the world is still moving outside. <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre. It, it, especially because spring is, like, such a hopeful season. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad I'm not in the southern hemisphere right now. I'll say that. But Well, I'm sure the southern hemisphere is glad you're not there either. <laughs> you, you jerk. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, where did Robbie go? Huh? Oh, no, I'm still here. I, I was oh, okay. adding, I was tweaking the stream a little bit. <laughs> I've been changing okay. the camera angle and stuff. I don't know if you guys seen that. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's pretty fun. It's like a live <sighs> TV production. Uh, yeah, so I guess we're all just doing our thing. You know, I, I guess not that much has changed for me other than I can't go to the grocery store every day like I normally do and just satisfy <laughs> random urges like, ooh, like the... <laughs> I mean, you guys know about my ice cream sandwich thing recently, <laughs> but just like normally if I have a temptation like that, I'm just like, well, going to the store, get an ice cream sandwich. But now I'm like, no, I can't go yet. I can't go yet. So, mm, yeah, yeah. you know, what's one yeah. thing I've gotten into lately. Um, and this is something I've been wanting to, I, I did a little bit before, but I've been starting to watch a lot more Twitch streams just to have like something on in the background. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that's and, like a uh, big um, appeal of Twitch in general is just it feels like you're hanging out with people virtually. Yeah. Even yeah. before any of this happened. I well, So one of the things I actually found, and I got lucky because one of my, um, I guess you could say friends, um, my friends recently started streaming herself paint. Uh, and she's like a, like a, like a super good artist. Um, and, and she does a lot of uh, still, what is it called? Not still images, live Still live, still life. Andrew, help me out here. Oh, still, still life. life, still life. Yeah, she she does a ton of still life, <laughs> um, but she she's doing still life of like expired food, and in the background oh. is Yosemite. And so I saw that I'm like, oh, I didn't know you stream. So I've been watching her all day, and it it is, it is painfully slow how much detail she puts into each. It, her stuff <laughs> is hyper realistic. Anyway, um, like. For six That's- hours a day, she's only kind of done like one Tupperware container. Wow! Um, but you know, she, she's she's really engaging to watch and everything. I think I, I posted it somewhere on YouTube. Anyway, um, so I'm I'm learning about how people do hyper realistic painting, paintings. Nice. Yeah. So wait, it's it's like rotting food, but in Yosemite. 
Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I'll give her a shout out if it's all right to you guys. Um, what's, yeah. what's, what's her Twitch? Uh, it is Masama Sam, M-A-S-A-M-A uh, underscore S-A-M. Um, hang on, let me see if I can post this in the chat. I think she's got... Yeah, it's been... Anyway. It, it has been fun doing those sorts of streams, though. Like uh, the other day, Thomas did a Adventure Archives radio stream. Oh, it's like yeah, just having something great. online where you can have like virtual companionship is super fun. Yeah. Um, but we might make the radio thing a regular feature on our Patreon too, or Patreon. Yeah, I think you should oh, do yeah, that you. all the time, Thomas. That'd be great. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> 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 Well, <laughs> that's it for <laughs> Weekly Ways. <laughs> do we have an outline for this thing? Otherwise, people are going to be like looking, shaking their heads like, yeah, we do. We do. Well, right. well, I figured we could also talk about, well, maybe we can take like three questions right now and then switch to another. That's thing. perfect. Since, Man, since nobody wants to talk about the quarantine. Yeah. I, I got a question. What questions do our patrons even have for us? I feel like. We, I thought we, you were keeping track of <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, I'm just saying in general, I have, I have been looking, but. Uh, like the, these guys are such good regulars. These guys and gals are such regulars. They they know more about us than we know about each other at this point. Do oh they? well, really? Well, let's just shout out some people. We got Jason Bourgeois. We got John Truitt. Bourgeois. Is that not how you say it? It's bourgeois. Oh, <laughs> the bourgeois. I don't know. I always forget. I don't know how to pronounce French words. <laughs> bourgeois. Uh, yeah, we got Randy Lay, Dennis Yo, Xing Xiang, Aaron Jones. Yeah, we had a uh, we had another one. I don't know if we mentioned it, but Liana Lehua <laughs> said aloha, everyone. New patron here. I guess uh, she might be in Hawaii. And James Blackburn is in the house, as well as BJ Rodriguez. Uh, Randy Lay says he's seen Robbie in the shower a couple of times. <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> John Truitt was talking about a Patreon supporter get together after all this COVID nineteen stuff is is uh passed. Yeah, that'd be great. I really hope this blows over super wow. fast. Um So maybe we should talk about the land between the lake strip and just what you all thought of that. And uh Thomas could just keep track of the chat still. E- easily my favorite trip, <laughs> let me tell you guys. <laughs> So actually, the, oh well, well, why, the, why don't we start with why Thomas wasn't on this trip? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the original plan was that we were all gonna go on a trip, and then I bailed. <laughs> so I think there was just some confusion, right? And then, you uh, just... there there was no confusion. Um, <laughs> I just, it's like I just didn't want to go. <laughs> I did two things. I just I just forgot um, that, that that was happening, and was I bought that? a ticket to L.A. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I kind of want to see the Grand Canyon more than I want to go hiking in the cold. <laughs> it wasn't uh, cold, though. It was actually cold, really either. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It ended up being a really yeah. great trip, yeah. I guess. But yeah. <laughs> uh, the Grand Canyon still kind of, you know. So did you actually hike um, into the Grand Canyon? Yeah, I went down. Like I the, didn't rim, go... the Rim Trail? or uh, I went no, not, I mean, part, part of the Rim to Rim Trail. I didn't go down to the... the the river all the way mm. i um i'd say i went a little bit like two-thirds of the way down uh and then it started raining and i got you know i've been driving for about six hours seven hours that day hiked probably four or five hours um once i got there so i was pretty 
pooped. Yeah, I've... I mean, I know you just said you didn't do it, but I've heard the Rimmed Room Trail is super hard. Uh, I I don't think it's as hard. I can't imagine it's that hard because I've gone down and I've gone back up now. And mm. I mean, it's... Yeah, granted, it's 6,000 feet down, 6,000 feet up. That's that's not easy. But... Um, Maybe it depends, like, when you go. Like, in the summer when it's hotter. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That might be it. Because I know, actually, my friend Jess, who is in... Um, He's in some of those, or in that Hawaii side video we released recently. But he's backpacked the rim to rim with his dad before. Um, How many miles? I want to have that? him on an episode sometime. I don't know actually, it, it, but I think it's, it's the elevation it's 20, change. It's twenty-two miles with six thousand feet elevation change. Oh wow! Okay. Hmm. But like you know, that's that's Mount Whitney, um, except like inversed. If that makes sense, because you go down first. Oh yeah. And then yeah. you hike. But but the thing is, once you get down there, it's more or less flat. Wait, was Whitney 11 miles one way also? Yeah, 11 miles one way, 6,000 feet. Why are all these trails 11 miles one way? Like the Kalalau <laughs> is also... I don't know. That's a good question, yeah. Some weird cosmic... Wait, so you can thing, backpack in the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Do they have Isn't designated like campsites, a... or can you just camp anywhere? Yeah, tons. Isn't there like a cabin or something that you can stay in too? There's tons of cabins. I mean, have you guys... Do you guys remember going to the Grand Canyon? It's been a long it's like, time. It's like the size of a state. I've only done one of those helicopter tours while I was in Las Vegas, oh. so I didn't actually get to hike any of it. Yeah, it's like the size of like a state. Wait, when were you in Las Vegas? Uh, in high school. Went there for a week or a weekend. Oh, okay. Interesting. Saw Blue Man <laughs> Group. It was cool. <laughs> uh, Thomas Way says, that, uh, that is funny. A lot of trails I'm looking at hiking or have hiked in the Smokies are 11 miles. We're going to get some sort of like missing 411 comment. It's like that's what the 11 and the 411 has meant all along. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So Grand Canyon, uh, Thomas went there instead of hanging out with us. But as for the rest of us, what did we think of Land Between the Lakes? <laughs> that was the best meal we've ever had, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah the stew. Yeah, real. so maybe spoilers for the people who haven't seen it yet, but it's been up for a whole day. So. I'm spoiling it. <laughs> uh, Nicole made this amazing stew and just, oh man, there was plenty of it. So we all got plenty of food. God, it was great. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because like Nicole is a cheerful person or because she always cooks like really good food. But whenever we have a trip with her, I'm like, I feel a lot less worried that something is going to go wrong. And so far, nothing has. <laughs> she's, she's definitely the kind of person who wants to make sure she has everything I've gotten into that state of mind where I will have everything I need, but you know, then I, there's a point where I'm like, okay, well, do I really need this? Do I want to save on the weight? So every time Nicole and I are like packing our bags and stuff, I'm like, you, do you really want to bring a whole box of wine? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, then. <laughs> and then Nicole's eventually like- I, I feel guilty, so I help her carry some stuff. Um, but I mean, she's doing like this amazing cooking, so I think it's only fair. <laughs> Nicole is like a traveling merchant. Like <laughs> in Grayson Highlands, uh, she had like a frisbee and a deck of cards. Yeah, and it's like we, we were at that uh, the shelter on the third night, and Robbie was like, "Oh, we should play cards." It's too bad we don't have any. And Nicole <laughs> just happened to have them. And yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's very different like, mindsets between her and us. I think at this point. Yeah. In terms of the necessities for camping, not nece- I don't know if necessities is the right word, but she likes to have so many different things. 
And I think for us, we've experienced like, you know, heavy rain and canoe tilt tipping and things like that. We're at the point where we're like, we want to minimize the things that we can. Mm, yeah, yeah. Especially with a lot of the uphill hiking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, which I guess. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Nicole is just like a pleasure to have on the trip. Just like super positive, <laughs> never complains, brings a bunch of great food. It's just like an amazing addition to the crew. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's too bad you were at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you guys to say, uh, unlike some other people who join us. <laughs> no, it, it is too bad, though. Because um, actually, originally, we were going to be going to Dolly Sods with Thomas. Um, and I still would love to do that. Like, I don't know. It's weird because it's the perfect season right now, but it's also like, uh, should we all get together in a car? Like, probably not. No. But, no. man, well, it would be fun. I was thinking that we should do solos during the quarantine. Because mm. is there any more socially distant thing to do than do a solo? And it doesn't have to be anything grand. Just do like an overnighter somewhere. We could even do it all at the yeah. same time and make it into one video. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> but are, we could like some, uh call each other or something oh man are the park, awesome are the parks even open at this point because i know a lot of these national parks are closing yeah i think i know some hugging, of them are closed yeah hugging hills closed recently apparently yeah um but like the metro parks are all open and then yeah but my problem though is whether or not they're actually open it's like these these parks are closing for a reason right yeah maybe, yeah maybe i'm just not understanding the whole reason why some parks are open and others are but well, i think it's the, probably based on traffic so like if you're going to yeah. have a bunch of people congregating that's they want to close it but if it's like uh you know dolly sods wilderness backpacking it might be okay i don't know yeah i don't know anyways that's just a thought we could also do stealth camping at the airport <laughs> what <laughs> one of those that video wait Video you know what I'm talking about? I recommended. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I, guy I actually, recommended me too. Yeah, me too. I, I added that to my watch later because I wanted to watch it. I skimmed actually, through it. It's pretty I funny. watched it. Yeah, it, it's funny, but there's not much else to see besides yeah. the guy in a car. Just the I, one I part actually, where he's like waiting for the security car to come by and he's like, uh-oh. And then it goes <laughs> by and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. it's I, That's funny that he can get away with that because like there's so much stuff that we make sure we do super legit so that we don't get in trouble but yeah 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 I've, yeah i've always thought it'd be so fun to like do something like that like sleep out in your car somewhere i mean i guess we've sort of done that but you know not on purpose yeah right, right. <laughs> it's always been by not by our choice yeah i've told this story before but there was one spring break in college where i just like stealth camped in a patch of woods like in the middle of a residential neighborhood because <laughs> i was really wanted middle, to go back dead, like the dead middle of winter and was this was like a, early March? But well, this is, we're talking about Ohio. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it got down to like freezing, <laughs> so I actually drove out at midnight and like walked through this little area looking for him. <laughs> and I gave yeah. him, I gave him like extra blankets or something. I, I don't remember what I did, but I was like, I don't hey, remember you either. Okay, out here, <laughs> lousy March weather. <laughs> but I had like my little tarp set up with like some wood piled up and like a little campfire. <laughs> Those were good times. <laughs> man. Which man. actually, I mean, uh, kind of going along with that, that sort of like nostalgic early spring Midwestern weather is like, I think is what made this trip in, in, in LBL so appealing. It's like you're out there and it's, I mean, it was good weather. It wasn't cold, but like 
the sort of scenery where it's still kind of barren and the forests are still like opened up, but you see the first signs of spring and like the birds chirping and stuff. Like I love that weather, man. Oh yeah. Let me like, ask you guys. It seems bland. Oh, go ahead. But... oh no, go ahead. I was just gonna ask you guys questions. It's only semi-related. Do you guys get the feeling lately that the trips aren't long enough? Like after, like after the trip, do you feel like, man, I could have gone like another three days? Yes yeah, for no, some of them, for kind sure. Of. Yeah. Um, I think the better a trip is during the trip, the more you would want mm. to just keep going. Yeah, that's probably you know? it, actually. Because, <laughs> yeah. Like, Pictured Rocks was great. I mean, well, uh, so when we you and I did Pictured Rocks, Robbie, I'm sure after that day of just raining, like, if it had just continued raining for the rest of the week, we would have just been, you know, yeah. so done. Yeah, but I yeah. think... You know, even though we were tired by the end of the trip, I think we would have wouldn't, both wouldn't have mind being out there more, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well, maybe also part of it is I just feel like it just feels too short. Like, I feel like we go on a trip for a weekend and then the that experience is so fleeting. Like, it doesn't, it's just there and it's over. And then all I have is the memory of it and it just feels like this distant <laughs> blip, blip, you know? Well, I feel like a lot of times with stuff like that, time feels both long and short at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, there's moments where you're like, wow, it's still only like the second day. And then there's other times where you're like, oh, wow, it's already the second night. <laughs> there, yeah, it's. I think it, it's kind of a weird phenomenon because the like, so the last trip we did at Land Between the Lakes, I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, man, it would have been nice to stay at that first campsite longer and things like that. And then I think about Allegheny, which was also a fantastic trip in terms of weather and the campsites. And we did spend a lot of time, you know, at the campsites. But then towards the end, I think everyone was definitely ready to be done. So I don't I don't really know what would kind of like cause that feeling of either wanting to be done or wanting to keep going. I feel like a lot of it does have to do with the conditions, because I'm thinking like, man, like, Minister Creek, Grayson Highlands, Shawnee Forest, all all great trips that I really enjoyed and felt like I could have kept doing. But Adirondacks, I was so worn out during that trip. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like that was about two days too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny because I that's how I felt about Hawaii. Like as cool as Hawaii was, I was just like, I was ready to go home <laughs> way too I mean, soon, yeah. way too soon. But I think a big part of that too is that we didn't get to do the initial trail that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, because we went to that island with the intent of hiking that trail, but outside of that, it's like the more touristy stuff. I mean, there were a lot of cool hikes we did, obviously, but yeah, as far as like the places to eat and stuff, it's not as good as the other islands uh, from, from I mean, my very minimal experience, but <laughs> I'm actually hoping that um when I edit these other side videos from my 2015 trip there, you guys get to see some of that, because like, there was some amazing Hawaiian food and like there was a really cool trail we hiked in Maui, but yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Well, how adaptable do you guys consider yourselves in terms of, in terms of everything? Like when a wrench gets thrown into your plans, do you feel like you're adaptable? I mean, I have an opinion on how adaptable everybody is, but what do you feel like yourself is? Uh, and I can tell you my opinion first, and then you can. <laughs> if you want. I, so, 
So, okay, let me take a step away from my microphone. So we, I don't know how much merit you guys put in a bunch of these, um, uh, so what's it called? Society traits? No, um, social interaction studies. But there, there, there's a lot of <laughs> research done in business school as to like trying to figure out who, what type of leadership style people have or, you know, what, what's your, what's your overall performance? And you guys are not going to believe it, but, um, relative to most people, um, first off, I want to say relative to most people, you guys are absolutely crazy. You guys, all, all three of you guys can adapt to anything. Um, hmm. but, uh, it's funny you yeah, say in that. Business, yeah, but in <laughs> yeah. business school, yeah, in business school, uh, you know, it's, that, that was, that's been one of the consistent traits that's kind of come up in a, a lot of these tests is I need, I need inconsistency. I need kind of things coming out of nowhere because otherwise I just get a little bit too complacent and nothing, nothing happens. Oh, interesting. You, you guys wouldn't believe that based on how stressed I get, but I, I love that kind of stress. <laughs> that is really fascinating. <laughs> I, so I, I have an answer, which is that I feel both very adaptable and not at all adaptable at the same time. And maybe it depends on what I'm adapting to, but it's like, yeah. like I'll go, I'll travel for like a weekend and then struggle for the week to like get back into my workout routine. And I'm like, this should not be disrupting me this much just because I'm like, I think, I think I just like don't have enough mental discipline sometimes. And I give into the temptation of like not keeping up with the routines. Mm, yeah. But at the same time, like I can sleep like, under a tarp in a thunderstorm and i don't feel that bad about it like, <laughs> so I, I think it's like when uh the adaptation takes like no effort then i can do it and by that i mean like like i i do intermittent fasting and it's like it's easy for me to do because all i'm doing is literally nothing like <laughs> <laughs> but whereas like doing something that has kind of the same goal in mind which is like fitness or whatever but where it's proactive, like exercising, it's a lot harder for me to like push myself to do that. Mm. So I think there's like something there, but. Well, I was just going to say that I feel like Brian and Andrew, you guys are supremely adaptable. Like you guys can go with the flow in any situation. I am. Well, me and Thomas are not adaptable. I am slightly, <laughs> slightly more adaptable than Thomas in lots of situations, especially in camping situations. But like, I feel like we, just like if it doesn't go for me personally, if it doesn't happen the way that I think it should happen, even if the result is the same, I still get thrown off. You know, I, I will say something that does upset me a lot is when I we have like not us, but like when I have like a plan of something I want to do that day and it like falls through. Like where you're looking forward to something and then it doesn't happen. But mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Brian, what's your answer, though? Uh, I, I think my adaptability definitely depends on the situation. Um, and it depends on the comfort, like comfort level, I guess, mm, yeah. of the situation. So if we're, for example, if we're hiking and camping, if something like something in the plan goes different to what we, you know, had originally intended, I think I can adapt to that perfectly fine you know if it's like like for example shenandoah when we went down the wrong trail or something you know just stay calm find out what we're gonna do but then if it's something where like if, if the weather is just terrible i'll probably be the first to just be like i'm miserable and i hate this and i want to go home <laughs> yeah I, I got something to add to that i feel like 
in situations where what's done is done and there's no there's no changing it's it's oh. happening no matter what i i can adapt like that because i understand that there's n- there's no other there's no other solution you know it's you know like for the covid business going on right now mm-hmm. um i'm perfectly fine with this because i realize this is just what it has to be this is how it is yeah this yeah. doesn't stress me out because this is just how it is everyone's suffering everyone's in the same situation it's fine but if we're in a situation where we do have an option and uh like like what brian said if it's raining if we if it gets too cold if there's something where we're faced with the choice then that's where I might struggle a little bit and be like, hey, you know, we do have an option. Um, and now I'm not sure if we're making the right option or not. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If your hand mm-hmm. is forced, it makes it a lot easier to adapt. Mm-hmm. Really quickly, I want to ask our Patreon viewers to see what they think based on our videos. Like, who, which of us is most adaptable? <laughs> or at least, it, It's actually kind of funny you asked this because I've actually been thinking about this recently. I mean, I guess that's not that crazy because we're all adapting to this weird situation um but it's like i don't know there's there's moments where i'm like why am i not able to like keep up with routines when the slightest thing is thrown off but then it's like well i don't know i'm fine like (laughs) i'm not getting my life that thrown out of order but (laughs) um Uh, so do we have any questions in the chat i jotted not really actually uh Uh, just one quick one. Uh, Nicole, yes, she is a nurse. Um, oh, yeah, how so is Nicole doing now with all the... Yeah, that is a good I think question. she's fine. I don't think she's... I think her nursing responsibilities aren't targeted towards, like, sick people. It's, like, mentally ill people. Mm. Uh, so I don't know if she's actually dealing with COVID-19 on the front lines. But, I mean, obviously, she's still at risk just being right, right. a health professional, so... Um, we had a couple other questions. Corey Rast says, Andrew, I think you have a video about this, so forgive me, but do you have Rex for a good knife for around $50 to $60? I actually don't own a lot of knives, um, but the one I use is a uh, Condor Bushlore, although I've also modified it. Um, but there's probably like a lot of good uh, like Cold Steel or Spyderco knives out there that you could look into also. Um, like I would just look into a bushcraft knife and then one that has like a carbon steel blade. Uh, and then do you, each of you guys have a favorite food for camping and, and also which food is the most stomach filling, but yet the lightest to carry. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let me come, let me chime in here. <laughs> there is a scientific, there, there's a scientific, uh, uh, solution to what you're asking. And the, this is the, this is the formula. You need something salty, you need something sweet, and then you need some water. Mm. So, you want some. Thomas has uh, got his pretzels, gummy bears, butter. Yeah, I was just thinking. That. <laughs> you want what you want is you want that butter snap pretzels, <laughs> a big old bag of that. You want a lot of natural, naturally flavored uh, Welch's gummies. No artificial flavored. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you want water. Now, now, listen to me. This is this is the key. This is the important part. When you're hiking, sometimes you forget that you need to drink. So what you do is you you eat that salt, you eat that uh, those carbohydrates, and that makes you thirsty. And then you drink, and then you want more salt. So you eat and you eat you <laughs> eat the salt, you eat the salt, you drink, you eat the salt, you drink. But to end that all, what you have to do is you have to take a big old 
handful of gummies, <laughs> shove that in your mouth, and then you're not looking for water anymore, and you're not looking for saltiness anymore. It just it ends it all. That's the punctuation. And then you got, yeah, but then you got like a little bit of uh, sugar rush. You got that Still sugar big. rush, uh, so you can keep going, keep uh, keep your energies high, and keep going. Um. That's very fascinating. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a super fast hiker, so I'm not going to argue with your yeah, yeah, yeah. like your fuel sources seem to be working. Well, I will say that nuts are like they have a lot of calories per pound. Like, I don't know, just a handful of nuts is like more than a hundred calories already. That's uh, so the, if that's what first, you're looking for. Yeah, the frustrating thing about nuts though is that they don't fill you up. Like yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. do anything for appetite. It's only right. actual calories. Uh, well, it's like a question. I think with trail snacks, you actually don't want to get your stomach filled up. But with an actual meal at night, I don't. I feel like dehydrated meals actually do a decent job. Or yeah, maybe like those are noodles. pretty good. I would say that recently, uh, I I know Brian started doing this too. We started just putting sandwiches in little Ziploc bags. That yeah. I actually I really like that because it's quick and easy. It's like you take out a sandwich and you know how much you're eating. So and it tastes good too. Like it's yeah, a sandwich always is satisfying in my opinion yeah i'm getting hungry <laughs> <laughs> well on that note do each of you guys have a favorite food for camping <laughs> so if we're talking about like are we talking about snacks or meals it's hard to say i don't think i've ever really stuck to something that was a favorite per se yeah same um i i'm kind of i kind of like impulsively buy for my camping trips i'll, I'll walk around a grocery store and i'll see mm-hmm. something and i'll be like oh mm-hmm. that looks you know, I want to try that. So this camping trip is my excuse to try that. Or um, sometimes I might just go with, you know, tried and true beef jerky or whatever. So yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Like, it's hard. Yeah, every time a camping trip starts and I'm going to shop for food, I'm like, how have I not nailed down like a set camping food? You know, like every time I'm like, what am I going to get? So I don't have that's kind of the fun of it, though. Well. Yeah, I guess uh, there is an aspect of it. It's fun. We have the communal answers to who's adaptable. Uh, Jason <laughs> Bourgeois says Andrew. Uh, James Blackburn just says we all seem adaptable. Thomas Way says Andrew always looks for the silver lining. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's that's annoyingly true. Oh, okay. <laughs> Andrew and Brian uh, seems more adaptable. Thomas seems the least likely. And then John Truitt says Andrew... Dan Vulcan says Andrew. <laughs> yeah, okay. Then I it guess, comes across on camera but, pretty well. Then I guess. I guess. L- so. <laughs> let's let's be honest though. The reason Andrew is most adaptable is because Andrew, <laughs> you always just end up having. Yeah, that's just years of practice. Of yeah, like, yeah. It's oh, like, okay. I guess we're doing this now. If you oh, throw me into like a now. like a shareholder boardroom or something, then I'm <laughs> completely out of place. <laughs> it, well, actually, th- oh, there is Robo some like Andrew. Oh, what? Am I am I getting robo? You're roboing a little bit, but that's okay. Keep going. Okay, well, uh, I was going to say it's funny because Thomas, um, we joke about the boardroom thing, but actually that has come in handy during some of our trips. Like, Thomas is the one who is, like, on the front lines of, like, negotiating with hotels or whatever. <laughs> or, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, or, or planning the... I, I hate doing that stuff, so I'm always glad when somebody else does it. Yeah, yeah. It, like, we each have a role to play, you know? Yeah. It, it, I, I think I've said this before, but they, we really need to make a video game 
where each of us has an special ability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you could like cycle through. It's like, okay, you got to switch over to Andrea to identify this flower. Now you got to go over to that would to, be great, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, be like the old Resident Evil co-op games where you have to switch between. The yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, Sarah Perry. Perania wanted to talk us to talk about water filtration. She says, "I prefer gravity filter, but you guys pump." Um, the, I mean, a gravity filter <laughs> is great when you you know have um, a water source near like a campsite, in my opinion, because you know you you let it filter as it hangs there. But I think for us, since we kind of are on the move, we've tried, tend to filter on the move more often. I think the pump just gives us a little bit more flexibility. I think we also just have never bothered to experiment with. <laughs> I, I was about to say that too. That's true. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we like just the, found the one the... we have works, and we're just happy with it. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that's kind of nice when you just find something that works, and you don't think about if you can improve it. You're just like, this is good enough, and you just go with it. Yeah. Um, but a couple other questions. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, but if there's better water filtration, then maybe we should experiment. But go ahead couple other quick questions john true asked why we didn't want to filter the lake at land between the lakes um i actually i i said it was okay because i had read that but from minor like i, I think robbie and brian weren't so sure because like we're worried about like pollution and yeah. the barges yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and, like, motorboats i was i would have been less i mean we had we we if it if it had been you know if there, it hadn't been at like a dry moment we would have had many more options to filter from running little streams yeah. and uh i think the lake would have been more of a last resort uh just because i i think it's always a rule of thumb that if you can avoid it don't filter from a lake where a lot of water sources congregate and there's a lot of civilization and stuff like that yeah yeah i mean that is a good rule of thumb for sure the water we found though was fantastic like that oh, was yeah. really good water it was crystal clear yeah. and cold I watched a YouTube video that got recommended to me on my homepage recently where this guy, he'll put a bunch of water, no, 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 water, uh, grass and water in a cup, let it sit for a week, and then he puts it under a microscope to look at protozoa, and he put them through a life straw, and it, that, it really works. Like, when it comes through, there's no so, protozoa or bacteria oh, wow. or anything. A funny story about that is that that same channel did something like that a while ago, except it was they boiled the water. Uh -huh. Um, so after they made that video, I was like, oh, it'd be cool if we did that with like a water filter just to see that. And, and then he did it. But, well, and then he did it like, you know, three years later, but, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we never had access to like a microscope or something yeah, that could actually look yeah. at it. Mm, yeah, yeah. That makes me, that video made me feel a lot better. Well, he didn't do our specific filter. So I'm going to hope right, that our filter right. is as good, but I don't, sometimes I feel like that ours has held up for over three years. I think it's probably pretty good. Well, I mean, we've replaced the filter, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's still the same outside shell, but the filter inside. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. I was always, cause I don't actually know. I've always been somewhat somewhere in the back of my mind, been like suspect of if it's actually filtering anything out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to hope that it works similarly to the life straw. Someone said, bring a carbon filter for heavy metals. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, when I was in a survival class, he was saying, so like there's this whole survival idea of like, Oh, create your own filter with like, 
uh, grass and then sand and then uh, like charcoal from the fire. And charcoal is probably still different from like the carbon and filters, but he was saying all the charcoal does is actually just make it taste good. Like it doesn't actually remove anything that's that dangerous. Oh, interesting. Um, well, I have a carbon filter that I just use at home. And that's supposed to be able to filter out even food coloring. The carbon is probably different from just charcoal, even though they both have carbon in them. There's probably oh, like okay. people conflate the two. I don't know though. Um, actually, I wanted to ask the group, uh, the the patreons, what <laughs> the patrons rather, what RPG class we would each be if we were like actually if we made an adventure arcade video game. <laughs> oh yeah, well what would actually, the class be? Fun to, be? What would the classes be? We, we should talk about what an Adventure Art Caves game would look like because, like, we're in the quarantine. We're looking for in, uh, indoors things to do. <laughs> so I I actually pitched for my entrepreneurial finance class um, an Adventure Archives <laughs> video game. And let me see if I can find the pitch somewhere here. Well, there would be, like, Scout. Thomas would yeah, be the Scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, let, like, let's each say what, what class we would think we were and then what we think the others would be but let's let's just say our own first like i feel like i would be a druid or something know. i don't even know what these are what they are i'd be like um just think lord of the rings arithmetician from final fantasy tactics or something somebody who like archives <laughs> stuff <laughs> i feel like i would be oh i know what Brad would some be. sort of well i don't i i don't i know people probably say bard oh okay but I don't bring an instrument on the trail. <laughs> he's, he's the he's he's I, the bribarian. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'd play. Well, okay. So t- going back to the point that Thomas was talking about, how everyone has kind of like a different leadership quality or whatever. We did this thing at my job where uh, you were supposed to. I don't remember exactly what it was, but you, I guess you answered questions, certain questions, and then there was like a. A, a grid and there's like four quadrants and depending on what quadrant you were in and how far in that was kind of like how you your kind of role and for me it was the quadrant was like the support and i was like this is so accurate oh, because i love yeah. playing support roles in video games i love playing healers so i feel like i would be some sort <clears throat> of medic support role you know because mm. i'd be like i'd be the person that'd be like don't do that <laughs> don't do that <laughs> you get away from that cliff edge <laughs> i could see that i could see that yeah uh, you know the, there's that leadership video i'm sure you guys have seen where that dude's dancing at that music festival and then a crowd yeah. forms around him and then it's like oh a, yeah a huge bunch of people have you guys seen that yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like something that's super underrated is everybody's always like, especially in America, we're always like, oh, individualism, leadership, and you got to be the one. But the people who <laughs> follow you and back you up, like that's a huge thing. Yeah. there's, And you're there, supporting I mean, each other, you know? Believe it or not, there, there's a lot of people out there with PhDs in leadership. And one of the things that we're talking about in my leadership class, because I'm, I'm in an advanced leadership. PhD? Shaquille O'Neal? It's got something like Maybe. that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Anyway, I'm in, I'm in an advanced leadership class, and one of the, I guess one of the theories, one of the things that I I really like is this mentality of a server leader. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. What's a server okay, leader? Okay, Andrew's frozen. Oh, it's someone who, they're, you know, granted they are a leader, but their purpose is to serve everyone below them, get them uh, to the point where they can all operate and work just, you know, works have satisfying work, make them feel empowered, make them feel like what they're doing is is contributing to some greater purpose and making sure that they have the resources they need. Mm. 
rather than like a leader that says, okay, we're going to go over here and you're going to do exactly what I say. I said, okay, uh, our team has to go over there and I'm going to make sure I can give you guys everything you need, everything you, you want to, to, to get over there. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A facilitator basically. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, their job is to inspire, to empower all that stuff. <clears throat> so, uh, those buzzwords. <laughs> think outside the box <laughs> so bj rodriguez said brian would be a bard and then uh andrew would be a botanist Les bird said andrew would be an apothecary sarah Perano oh, said andrew was yeah. an herbalist andrew's moving away from druid and more towards like a monk he's like <laughs> in tune with nature but he wants to beat something up too at the same time if he gets the opportunity it's funny because that's actually i i did like two D campaigns that then i stopped doing uh but in the first one i was a druid and in the second i was a monk <laughs> um oh right on the nose there <laughs> I, I would be j- like a jester or like a <laughs> like a fool <laughs> uh john truitt says andrew ranger dan vulcan says totally see that bry about your uh support character BJ said Thomas is the scout for sure. And then Aaron Jones said Andrew would be the soldier. Robbie would be a Jedi weapon master. Brian would be the Jedi counselor. <laughs> and Thomas would be the Jedi watchman. <laughs> um, also, Jedi Thomas, RPG have you, would be great. Have you read Love Works by Joel Manby? John Truitt is asking. Let's see. Barb says I think of Robbie as more of a bard, which is kind of like can... in the same genre as Jester, I feel like. Yeah. Just entertainer. (laughs) (laughs) Content creator. (laughs) Um, Well, okay, so if we had an Adventure Archives video game, now that we more or less have our classes sorted out, what what do you think the game would be like? Like, what would you want an Adventure Archives game to be like? Oh, okay. Can I can I can I chime in real fast? I I wasn't able to I wasn't able to find exactly my um, my pitch, but the idea was it kind of followed something similar to um, Pokemon Go. The idea is that you can go to different parks and uh, you can unlock levels for those parks. Uh, you got to customize your, your own character and then you had the four of us as kind of support characters. And each of us would kind of have our own toolkits, our own abilities. Um, but let's say you go to Red River Gorge and you know the background is all kind of 16-bit or 32-bit i don't know what you want to call it um but it's designed just like red river gorge and you can unlock it by actually going there and um you know unlocking like finding the the easter egg if you know what i mean or you could actually buy it if if you're not able to visit it personally um and so it's just kind of like a platformer i didn't really think about the game mechanics per se i was thinking more about like you go to yellowstone and suddenly you get the yellowstone level or you go to, uh, uh, I don't know, Dolly Sods, you get the Dolly Sods level, but you get to customize your own ability. Have, have mm. I talked about on Adventure Archives the Pokemon Go-esque idea me and Brian had before Pokemon Go existed? Oh, yeah. No. That was brilliant. Yeah. You haven't talked about it, but talk about it. So this was, uh, the idea was like you would have this game on your phone, and when your phone's like in your pocket, it has a pedometer, and you go like walking outside. And when you get back home, you turn it on and it retraces your path. And then it pulls in like data from Google Maps of like certain locations. And if you like, as you're walking around, you encounter random enemies and you like fight them like afterwards, like a role playing game. And if you walk by like an actual store in real life, that registers as like a potion store or like a armor store in, in the actual game. So like you could even have like supermarkets be like general stores and then like 
like bars be like potion stores or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so like as you're retracing your path that you just walked, you like can buy stuff at the stores. And if you're like going through a park, then you go through like a forest in the game and stuff. And it, we we had this as an idea of like something to get people up and moving, uh, mm-hmm. but still like be able to like customize their character and like build up yeah. their character and stuff. And and the further you walked, the more chances you had for encounters. So like it would encourage you to walk more to get like get more experience from fighting things. And then other people who were playing this game, if they were walking around, you know, every so often, oh, yeah. Google, like along their route, you know, their that location would be saved in the game or whatever. So if somebody else walked by that location, they could fight you or something like that. Okay, yeah. I think I have come up with the ultimate idea. Think Zelda Four Swords, only also each character has different abilities. So like not mm, only are yeah. you doing the different like you guys played Four Swords on GameCube? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like where you can do like the different configurations like some blocks you need four people some blocks you need three people some blocks you need like two and two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also each character has different abilities so like andrew's ability is like he can uh uh cut down trees or whatever so like you use andrew to solve some puzzles you use brian to solve some puzzles and then yeah. use all the different people together to solve other puzzles god that'd be yeah. so cool <laughs> somebody uh, go make that <laughs> well it's funny too because like we've always talked about how we want like a nice multiplayer game to play oh but it's still kind of like exactly yeah uh if if you guys have at least seen or played um stardew valley i could see it being in that sort of style mm, um yeah, yeah. except four players with you know different abilities oh i've have you guys played ahead. lovers in a dangerous space time or whatever Mm-mm. no no i haven't played it but basically the concept is is you have to multiplayer together operate a starship so like everybody has to do different things but you have to do it together to actually operate the ship something like that would be cool too speaking of that did uh did they ever improve um the star trek vr game because i know we all have that oh that's a corn stream right there why don't we do that i still got that on my computer much faster i got a much faster computer now too quarantine it up baby (laughs) <laughs> i think the problem though is just it was really awkward like moving your fingers around without vr yeah oh right yeah. Um, there, there yeah. also wasn't really too much to do in that <laughs> yeah we were just terrible at it as well <laughs> what there probably is quite a bit to do we just were really bad at it as thomas just said true true yeah man yeah so uh bj rodriguez asked if we have any experience making games not really but man no yeah i feel like we've that's like the alternative universe version of what we would be doing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Actually, yeah. I feel like that's something that will happen eventually. Just somehow mm, it feels like, that. Right? like I feel like game engines and game making has to progress to a point where idiots can do it. And once <laughs> it gets to that point, then we'll make a game. But well, like there's right already now, that, isn't there already that dream game or whatever? Oh, dreams. Yeah. 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 Hmm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should look into that. Hmm. <laughs> it's like samuel coming <laughs> i was watching that episode today actually oh i got a question for everybody what is your comfort food tv show or thing that you've been going to during these oh. trying times 
I don't have a com- I don't have the luxury of a comfort food right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have nece- necessary food. <laughs> no, 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 not I, I like didn't, real, I didn't real not food. Yeah, I meant like viewing. Like, like for me, I've been watching Next Generation like nonstop. Oh. And you're like, ah, man, wouldn't it be great if we lived in a utopia? <laughs> Where you can just generate food out of thin air. <laughs> yeah. Ice cream sandwiches, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm because I, I got access to a friend's HBO Now account. Uh, Is it Thomas's? Been... <laughs> no, no, it isn't actually. Um, but I keep I kept seeing clips of that show and there it's like, Everything Larry David says feels like a combination of like the dialogue in Seinfeld between Jerry and George, and like all the clips on YouTube were hilarious. So I just kept wanting to watch that. But that's what mm-hmm. I've been doing. Nice. That and uh, like old '60s kung fu movies. Yeah, I, I was gonna <laughs> guess that. I was like, do you just watch like kung fu movies all the time? I watched one called uh, Five Elements Ninja recently. It was pretty good. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been going back through Family Guy, like the basic person that I am. But if I had <laughs> If I had a choice, I'd, I'd want to put on some Studio Ghibli movies. Ooh, that's oh, good those one. are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess the people that made uh, Your Name came out with a new movie, and oh, it comes yeah. out in May, but oh, that's nice. not ready yet. Weathering with You, I believe it's called. Yes. Have any of you seen it? No, I haven't. What, what is that about? Is it about uh, like a teacher just a, a student? Or? It's the same director as uh, Your Name. Okay. Kimi no naiwa. Brian, what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching The Office, but not like intensely watching. Uh, It's more of kind of a background thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's that's exactly what I'm I'm getting at. Yeah. What's your background show? I want to catch up on Picard, obviously. Um, Yeah. Have you guys finished Picard? I did. No, no, no. I I haven't watched since we all watched together. Well, because I'm I'm gonna cancel my uh, subscription pretty soon, Isn't it so you guys gotta anyway? get on top of that. Yeah, I gotta catch up on that then. I thought it was well, free. yeah, but no, it's it's like free for thirty days, so you can watch the entire thing within thirty days. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that soon. I gotta catch up on Better Call Saul too. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually <gasps> gonna I'm actually gonna cancel my account now. What day is it? <laughs> it's Sunday. Did I watch this week's Better Call Saul? I had to. <laughs> Man, it's like I've lost all track of time. I have no clue what day it is. Like, I normally don't have a clue what day it is. But this week, or this during this recent times, like, no clue. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's like, it's it's so hard to keep track of time. Like, time and geography have no meaning anymore. I saw this hilarious, uh, <laughs> this hilarious uh, news report on, it's been floating around online. And they were like, we're going to start uh, in the middle of this co- uh, this epidemic. We're going to start with a, a new type of report. The report's called, What Day Is Today? And it's like this huge opening intro. And then it's just the reporter in front of a huge screen and says, It's Wednesday. And then it goes back to the, 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 the closeout screen real? and everything. That was like re- yeah. Oh, let, me, let me see if I can find that. It's like uh, Sesame Street. Like, this is brought to you by the letter B. <laughs> That'd actually be good, like, TikTok or instagram content yeah you just post every day and say it's wednesday or like a a uh twitter account <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's a twitter it's account wednesday, accounts called what day is it <laughs> yeah. every day. there's a twitter account that just has like it's linked to like a webcam that uh and it tweets every time like their cat goes inside or outside and it's like <laughs> pepito is in pepito is out <laughs> that's funny 
Okay, so I okay. think we've been going I, for a Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I posted the video in the chat if you wanted to share that. It's, oh, okay. It's not going to be copyrighted. Also, anything, yeah, so. We'll, so we'll take some questions, more questions for you guys at the end of this. So if you have any questions, go ahead and start posting yeah. them. And while people are writing those, uh, I'm just going to read off some of the patrons' guilty pleasure shows. Uh, so let's see, we got uh, The Office and also Almond Roca Bark because he misunderstood the question the way I also misunderstood it. <laughs> uh, old School Disney, thanks to Disney+. Plus. Uh, Adventure Archives videos and older Robbie vlogs. That's the best answer. <laughs> Next Gen and DS9. Uh, oh, HBO Library is free right now, apparently. I didn't... Wait, what is that? Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of the HBO Library that they just made free. Oh, wow, okay. Sanwar <laughs> says, I'm tired of all the regular shows I used to watch and <laughs> don't have patience to start anything. Brian, are you laughing because he just repeated exactly what I said? Yeah, you were like, oh, HBO <laughs> Library, what is that? And Robbie's like, oh, they made HBO Library free. No, I like, said oh, okay. the HBO <laughs> Library. I know, yeah, yeah. it's just funny. <laughs> uh, someone said Walker, Texas Ranger, which makes me think of a Conan. Uh, Murray Fisher says, it's always sunny, arrested development, and trying to finish JoJo. Aaron Jones yeah, says Scrubs. I've started rewatching JoJo on Netflix too. <laughs> Sanwar one says I was watching Yosemite for the one thousand seven hundred twenty sixth time earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want me to play this video? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, why not? I'm gonna play it. I think it actually happened here in Ohio. <laughs> uh, that's a Thomas joke right there. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. That tickles my pickle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's been about an hour, um, which is the uh, regulated time that a podcast is allowed to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a riveting podcast. This, this is a ten-minute podcast with like Will Sasso and two other comedians. And they just oh, stop wow. at 10 minutes every time. <laughs> that's that'd it's, be it's hard all right. to do. <laughs> it's, it's that's not, like uh, a, there's some new app coming out called like Quibi where they're like doing 10 minute videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the ads are trying to make people call like a short amount of time a Quibi and like literally no one is ever going to do that. But no one will ever do that. <laughs> I'm curious if the content will be any good, though, because. I mean, yeah, I don't know. 10 minutes is too long for pooping. Like, I'll watch something that's like 30 <laughs> seconds while I'm pooping. But 10 minutes. I, so I'm, is this supposed to be like a TikTok type of No, it's like professionally made content with like actual actors. Oh. Yeah. Which is not a bad idea, but I don't know. It's like YouTube yeah. exists, so. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. T yeah, 10 minutes is too much for me to want to focus on. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. That, that's an interesting If I'm going to spend 10 minutes, idea. I'm going to spend 30 minutes, you know? Hmm. Well, not not in every case, but you know what I'm saying. You see how I'm scoping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've rambled on and no questions have come in, so any uh, <laughs> concluding thoughts before we head out? What are you guys having for dinner? Oh, that's uh, a good question. Curry I, chicken. <laughs> I, might, I might, like, stir-fry some cabbage with Same thing as stuff. yesterday. Yeah, I'm not not doing anything too exciting here. Dude, I'm I'm, I'm going to scrape the bottom of the pantry barrel. I found some gluten-free pancake mix. I'm going to try to make that, have some pancakes for dinner. 
I don't even know if I have the necessary ingredients, but we'll make it happen. Oh, I don't have <laughs> eggs, but I should make like a cabbage pancake bread thing. Ooh. Man, my dinner yesterday oh. was so great, though. <laughs> what was it yesterday? I got an exciting. Oh, it was that pizza. Oh, it was, it was oh, like, yeah, so yeah. it was pizza with dough made, like infused with wild ramps and other stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what were you like, going to say, Thomas? I was going to say, I got some exciting news. I signed a lease in San Antonio. Woohoo! Nice. Yeah, it's happening. It's official. I'm moving there. Dude, that means we're definitely going to have lots of Texas episodes. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely go well, down there at least once. Texas walker and talker ranger. <laughs> I am really excited about the apartment I'm going to be moving into. Uh, I'll send you guys some pictures later. Sweet. Yeah. Was Love Brian to. also saying something? I thought Brian was saying I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that pizza, it was a uh, this will redeem me for that one time, but it was ranch <laughs> ranch bacon uh tomato and then like these wild leaves from a Dame's Rocket plant, which is supposed to be similar to arugula. So it's uh pretty fancy. Nice. Oh, yeah, and cheese, but that's obvious. <laughs> cool. Well, that is the conclusion to our riveting <laughs> Grandpa Chronicles <laughs> episode 28. <laughs> well, it might be better next time because the, we just need a little practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, do it, do it <laughs> on no, Skype. We need hard. like an outline. We need an outline. Well, Thomas, you're the one in business school. So I'll do well, that. You, I'll do that. You know, know how to use Microsoft. Usually, like, I mean, there was a loose outline. Like a it's just, usually I like, I like podcasts where the conversation flows naturally, but clearly... Some of us are just robots who, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we're going to do next time. I'm, I'm monopolizing this conversation. I got some friends out. I got some friends out in LA. Um, and once a week we all come together and we present on something. Um, you're giving me homework. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. No, Wait a minute. Sure you're going to have to elaborate. You have to elaborate <laughs> on what you're talking about because are you saying that your friends present to each other? Like, so I was, wor- yeah. Okay, explain. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right, all right. So, well, these these aren't even my business school friends. These are my uh, these are my Hollywood friends. Yeah. So that's the surprising part. Um, yeah. So so sometimes they talk about just something that they're that they're interested in. It's just a good way to kind of come together. I mean, what are you guys doing these days? No, well, you're just sitting at home. Working. You, you're you're looking for you're looking for some type of social interaction. So you do like show and tell, basically. Yeah, so show and tell about either something you're interested in or it could be completely ridiculous. Uh, so someone last <laughs> week talked about how... I want a uh, PowerPoint presentation, at least 10 slides. <laughs> yeah. I mean... So some someone last week uh, presented on how Toad and Yoshi were actually uh, LGBTQ icons for Nintendo. Wait. Uh, oh, so it's so like so a I'm just, I'm like s- drunk PowerPoint kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like drunk PowerPoint. Yeah, sometimes they're serious, sometimes they're absurd. Wait, how did this start, though? They just did it. I don't know. Someone was like, yeah, you know what would be funny is if we all kind of took five minutes and presented something just either serious or ridiculous, and we just get on Zoom, and then we do it. I was just watching the um, the blooper stream Robbie did, and there's the one blooper where like Thomas keeps asking questions, and Brian is just like, Thomas, what's with you? <laughs> and I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, to be like, actually, I do like ideas like that. Like, I like activities you can do at parties and like drinking game type stuff. But also, it's like the best podcasts that I enjoy are the ones where people have natural conversations that just like flow as if yeah. we are actually human beings. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier in person, though, because like when you're on Skype, it's like, oh, but, but, oh, you go ahead. 
I know you are. Well, what are you doing? Well, what did you do today? So my presentation last night I gave, it was about 20 slides. It was about... I can't tell if you're joking or if you're serious. No. Here, I'll share my screen. Someone should read Sanwar 1's comment. Here, uh, wait, why, why don't I, can I, can I share my screen? Let's see if I can yeah, pull it up. Yeah, share your screen on Skype. I can pull you up. On all right, all right. Let me see if I can get this. I was a little bit more intoxicated last night when I BJ did BJ Rodriguez so. says, can you guys do the Brady Bunch thing right now? Wait, is that? I don't know. Like, what that means. I gotta look this way. It's like where we all look at each other. It's like, oh, Brian's down there. Oh, oh okay. There. <laughs> yeah, all right, this way. Oh, hey. <laughs> 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 okay, can you guys see this? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I shared my screen. Look at. <laughs> oh, I maybe I put the wrong one. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Can you guys can Can you guys see it? I don't see anything. Oh, I see it now. I see it now. I see a big blue Skype okay. symbol. You know. Yeah, but I don't see actually any screen yeah. in Skype. Yeah. You don't see any screen or anything? <clears throat> Not in Skype. No. I mean, like. Yeah, I do. I do like the idea of doing something like that. I also just in principle think we should be able to carry a conversation. <laughs> you no, know, dude, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. No, I believe. I well, believe. why don't? Oh, oh, because this 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 conversation isn't the most riveting thing we've ever had. <laughs> I was gonna say we should we should say we're gonna do it, and then next week Thomas will be the only one with the presentation. <laughs> We just like heckle <laughs> from the crowd, like, <laughs> like, ah! Oh. Hmm. Really, you guys can't see my screen here. Nope. No, no. it doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you well, know anyway, what we, uh, you know what I we'll think do that is like wraps it up for. A- <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna so we're gonna do that, and then like someone's gonna have like a presentation like. Like a Venn diagram of Jordan Schlansky and Thomas. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Thomas. <laughs> but it was it's like, an you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> screw screw you guys. I'm gonna have have the best presentation next time, and our our fans are gonna love it. And it's gonna be a perma thing now. Okay, actually, don't worry. you know we'll love it too. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I don't doubt it for a second. <laughs> On that note, um. Robbie mentioned like so wasn't someone mentioning a D thing, like doing a DD podcast? We could yeah, actually, somebody like, said we should do that. We could get like Adam roped in here and then have him do one for each of us. Oh yeah, because like, he's that a would D- actually... dungeon master. <laughs> yeah. Burger King. Yeah. We're all dragon masters eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we are we done here? Because I need to go eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, all right let's let's, let's all sign off and uh, look for the humanity that remains in us. <laughs> uh, but thank you for listening to Campfire Chronicles episode 28. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, our latest episode is up for early release, and it'll be out oh. on April 18th. Go to patreon.com slash adventure to sign up for that, and also watch us uh, live stream every week if you are not tired of us yet. Uh, but either way, thank you so much for watching and or listening, and we'll see you next time.